Hey everyone, welcome back to Pretending with Dice. As always, I'm your host and game master, AJ. Uh, I want to start out this intro with a huge thank you to all of you listening. Uh, this episode is going up on the last day of February 2019, and as it stands as I'm recording this, this month has been our second biggest month ever for downloads, uh, beaten only by last month, actually. Uh, thanks so much for uh, you know all of the downloads and the listens from everybody, um, everyone who tuned in, and those who spread the word. And uh, to those new listeners, uh, welcome along. Hopefully you're enjoying the podcast so far. Uh, The best is yet to come. (laughs) Uh, I usually just mention it in my outro bits, but as we're kind of on the topic, it'd be super awesome for anyone who's uh, enjoying the pod so far to uh, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or whatever platform you get your podcast from. Uh, We'd really just love to hear your feedback on how you think the the podcast is and and whatnot. all right. Uh, secondly, I want to announce that I'll be joined uh, next week for another bonus episode interview, uh, this time by Nikolai of the Penance RPG podcast. Uh, I myself have been a cast member on two of the ongoing series over on Penance, uh, so this really should be quite an interesting conversation. Hopefully you'll all tune back in for that. Okay, uh, let's quickly recap what happened in our last episode. Uh, following Madame Sway's encounter with a distraught police officer outside the town church, she quickly left and headed back into town, running into Alistair, to whom she related the policeman's grisly account of the murder of the church's verger. Uh, not even having seen the body herself, uh, she was in quite a distressed state, so Alistair implored her to return to their lodgings and wait for Barnard, uh, while he himself went to investigate the scene of the murder. Sneaking into the church through a side entrance, uh, Alistair quickly confirmed the police officer's story, finding the mangled body of the verger torn open in the priest's rectory. Unable to find any concrete clues as to who or what was the perpetrator, and hearing voices coming down the hall, he quickly made his exit and met back up with Madame Sway and Barnard outside the church, and together they all walked round to the outside window of the rectory to see if they could spot any signs of forced entry, but found none. Uh, That's pretty much where we left off, so without any further ado, let's begin today's episode. Enjoy. Perhaps we should speak to the local constabular again to find out if there's anything further that they know. Do you really think they'll speak to us? I doubt they'll they'll <coughs> they'll just see us as meddlers and nose nosy people. Exactly. Three outsiders <coughs> asking questions, they'll start putting the blame on us. Yes, they'll think we're responsible. We haven't even been here that long. Mm, and noting that he kind of Bonard pulls his scarf up a little bit, thinking about the way he looks and kind of goes, mm, yes. <laughs> Point taken. Um, well, I, I'm not sure what we should do. I, I suppose I could talk to that police officer again, and the one that found the body, and, well, along with the vicar, and see how, inquire how he's doing. But I don't know if I could really ask him any direct questions. Um, perhaps as a man with experiences of my nature, I could try speaking to him uh, 
as a professional of sorts. I mean, time in the army and everything, I've seen things. Perhaps I can uh, appeal to him on that front. That's the best idea I'm thinking so far. Yes, you could you could give him some great courage and and, and help his, his soothe him a little. Yes. Restore colour yes, to his I, cheeks, perhaps. Yes. Yes. Well, remind him of his duty at the very least. And uh, with that, then, um, Bernard's going to kind of uh, motion off towards the front of the church and say, well, well, the last time uh, as, as we passed down... Sorry, did we see him as we passed back through again? We did, didn't we? So, yes, the uh, the, con- the constable was visible when you came into the um, graveyard. Okay, then. Um, well, I, I will return to the constable at the front of the building. Um, I'm not sure if you would care to hang around nearby, perhaps, or if you've other things you would like to be getting on with. I can rejoin you at the lodgings and brief you on what I find out, if anything. That's not a bad idea. I don't know. With everything going on, is it wise to go out alone? I can stay with you, my dear. Well, Uh, we would leave the Madam Sway alone in that case. (laughs) (laughs) This is a logic problem. You've solved my not staying alone puzzle. <laughs> Anti-isolation. Take ten experience points. <laughs> um. Well, I'm hesitant to descend upon this constable as a, a trio. It, it yes. may be a little too much for the man to, I don't know, Perhaps. honestly speak to me if he has to, the presence of a woman in particular, cowardice is, it doesn't... Perhaps I'll I'll take some solace in the, in the church and and wait for you you both in there until. You... Are they even letting people back into the church? So it doesn't know that they're reopening the church later. No, indeed. Um, no. I I have a suggestion. If Bernard here speaks to the constable, perhaps you and I should uh, retire to the theatre. There's a small cafe inside. We could wait there for him. Yes. That yes. That sounds lovely. Will you meet us there, Bernard, when you're finished? Yes, certainly. Very well. Come on, Madam Sway, let's uh, head back into the town. Good luck, Bernard. Likewise. Okay, let's uh, let's stay with Bernard then, I think. Uh, as, it, you, as you're walking back up to the main entranceway of the church, you can see the constable still there. Sort of, the, the remaining kind of parishioners are sort of starting to finally disperse. And... Um, the constable is sort of... He looks like he's about to head back into the church. Okay. Um, excuse me, uh, sir. sir. Could you explain what's going on here? Oh, no, sir. You, you can't be around here, sir. Uh, we're Nobody's allowed in the church right now. Police business. Well, what, what's going on exactly? I, well, I, I'm not really supposed to tell you. It's the... Uh, uh well it's, it's been it's been a bit of an incident with uh, with the verger but uh, can't, can't say much else <laughs> okay i'm trying to think of the best approach here <laughs> hmm. um well my good man um as a man of faith i find myself in need of time in the church what do you know what time it will be reopening what what manner of thing could close a church for the day? There's not much, surely in this town this small, there's not much that could go on. 
Um, you can see the man's wheels kind of turning. Um, he knows he shouldn't really be sharing, telling, sharing the story, but he's he's not the smartest of gentlemen. Um, is what you kind of gather from the sort of the expression on his face. Like he's he's obviously trying to think of what he's supposed to say to you. Um, <coughs> well, I, 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 no, you're right. Not not much close to church. Um, well, uh, well, uh, all I can say is. Just, been an incident uh the verge has been hurt um and uh for the safety of uh, of everyone involved uh, you, you can't go in who who was this verge was he a, a, a man of good standing in the town was somebody who wanted to cause this man harm uh, i don't know i don't know who i mean who want i mean as to say if if anyone was responsible um for for the uh for for the incident um that's an awfully strange uh, thing to note course somebody was responsible well uh, of yeah uh well no it would be wouldn't they uh i mean i mean you, you, you know that's uh that's to say that uh no the the virgin and most people liked him like him liked him you know i can neither confirm nor deny the 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 uh the nature of the incident are you completely okay my friend you, you seem a little uh out of sorts, a little, a little too shaken to be out on duty today. Well, uh, well, truth be told, yeah, I'm, this is uh, not having a good day. It's, this is a little bit, a uh, little bit of a different uh, thing that we normally see around here. I'll give you, give you that. It's, uh, this is throwing me a little bit off kilter. Okay. Um, oh, I'm kind of at a loss as to where to go with him. Hmm. Like he's not um, he, like he he's kind of he he knows he, he's not trying to deceive you really he's just not really meant to be giving out details if you if you follow me but he he's still not great at hiding what that <laughs> something has gone on and you know you, you'd be okay. able to figure out that the verge has been seriously injured if not killed but like well, he knows his job but he he doesn't want to keep it to himself he need, he sort of, he wants to talk yeah. to someone he's a bit he's he a bit can. shaken yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> Throwing something up kilter, more like. This, uh, this all seems like a bit too much for you. Are you a, how old is this guy? Just mm. out of curiosity. Thirties. Thirties. This is uh, quite unbecoming of a police officer to be quite so shaken. I don't what? know. What, what manner of thing has happened to this verger? Surely. If he's uh, just injured, this can't be something that'd be so much... Uh, I mean, as a man... <laughs> I keep saying this. As a man who's experienced quite yeah. quite some things, I don't know if you, uh, you're old enough to have been in the war quite, but truly, what, what, what have you seen? I've seen quite a great deal myself. I could uh, describe some things to you that would probably turn you even paler shade of white. But... Hmm, okay, so I, this is tricky because I could have you make a check here. There's persuasion or intimidation. Do it. Now, are you kind of, <laughs> this is the thing, it's like the, the sort of I could, <laughs> from that I could tell you things that would turn your stomach could almost be taken as a slight intimidation. I, I feel that it's certainly more towards that, that Barnard's not a man that would necessarily be capable of anything but intimidation given the way he looks. Okay, so are you actively trying to sort of intimidate him into... Yeah, let's say so. Okay. Make an intimidation check for me, then. 
Okay, no, that's a D one hundred, isn't it? Yeah, but you, you, you know, you're pretty high in intimidation. You got a seventy in it. I'm confident. Forty one. Forty one. Yeah. I mean, uh, okay. So you see the policeman kind of taking in your your scar and this motion of um, this notion of like, oh, I've seen things and I could, uh, I could tell you stories that would turn your stomach, sort of thing. He says, oh, oh, okay, all right. And uh, you obviously a, a man of uh, man of uh, man of the world. Um, to tell you the truth, uh, so somebody's uh, somebody's killed the verger. He's uh, killed, murder. Well, I mean, I ain't never seen nobody do anything like that before. He's uh, he's brutalised him, is what he's done. I don't know if they've taken a knife to it. I'm not a medical man myself, but he's uh, oh, he's he's in a, he's in a right state. Nothing. I've never seen nothing about it. It's, it's really just throwing me off, throwing me for a loop. Um. Okay. Um. Well, I can about I can appreciate that a man who's perhaps not had the experiences I have would uh, look upon such things and have their stomach turn made of sterner stuff as I am. Might I uh, have a look? Well, if you, if you think you can, uh, if you think you can help, I uh, can't see why not. We're we're waiting for the coroner. He's uh, he's he's coming from out of town. It could could be another hour yet. I'll, I'll be staying in town for at least another couple of days, visiting a friend in the uh, sanitarium. Might as well occupy my time, and uh, I have travelling companions who are equally interested in this matter. So I will, uh, yes, investigate the area, and uh, if I happen to find something, I will certainly assist in your investigation. Well, anything. We don't want this happening again. Um, no, I can he, imagine not. He, um, he sort of... Uh, waves you inside he, he seems a little bit trepidatious to sort of head back in there himself even okay uh as you enter the main i take you going in yeah yeah i'm gonna go in gonna have a look around um obviously we've had a look around the room already so and i don't necessarily have any better investigation skills no but, but you're um, not i do want to pay a... special attention to any pools of blood or any indication of a trail blood splatters that kind of thing so i suppose i'll be doing a spot hidden check perhaps mm -hmm. okay i am gonna have you as you go into the room you you kind of know what to expect um but i am gonna need a sanity check from you now that you're getting a look at it okie doke so it's a D100, and Barnard has slightly less sanity than um, than Alistair did, so... Seven. Seven? Yeah, okay, that's fine then. Yeah. Great success. Seven, yeah, that is a... You are fully... I mean, it is a grisly scene. Uh, it's really, you know, as as expected from what Alistair told you. Um, but you've you've definitely seen stuff like this before in the war, and you, you, you're hardened to it a little bit. So, you know, it's not nice. I still want you to drop a sanity point anyway. So okay. down, to, down to 49. Um, just from the site, because it is, you know... <laughs> it's still a, it's still not a, <laughs> not great. Um, yeah, it's going to provoke thoughts of the past and what have you. Yeah, um, but yes, you, you know, you're not enough to fully shake you. Um, Okie doke. So yeah, you are you're greeted by the site in there, uh, as um, of the of the sort of the remains of the verger, still sort of staring blankly at the ceiling, but his his whole middle section just completely torn, almost torn out, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's, it's not a nice sight. So 
you're looking specifically for pools of uh, pools of blood and such. Any any kind of blood splatter, anything along walls that might indicate the way that whatever it was, however it got out of the room again, whether it back, went back to the window, so there'd be some blood leading up to that, or okay. just some indication of where the assailant went. Right. Okay. Um, make an intelligence check for me then. That is a 62, I'm afraid. Oh, we were yeah. looking for under 50. Uh, <laughs> so, sorry about that. Um, so, okay. yeah. It, again, there, there's a lot of blood on the, you know, sort of spreading out along the floor and everything. It's it sort of as I, as I described for, for Alistair. You don't see any kind of specific sort of scrape marks or footprints or a trail of any sort. It's yeah, nothing. There's no, no no kind of obvious things like that at all. Okay, uh, unable to really spot anything more specific about the scene. Then Bonard's um, going to kind of wander back out. Is the uh, vicar or priest, whoever's actually running the church, are they around anywhere? Yeah, he's uh, the the vicar. It seems to be he's kind of in the the main. Um, the, the the main hall of the church at the moment he's sort of avoiding going into where you are but he's sort of striding around sort of straightening things almost as if he doesn't know quite what to do while he's waiting for the the coroner okay. um, um yeah i'm gonna wander over to him um kind of give him a nod and say uh is it a vicar or a priest sorry uh, it's a vicar it's a vicar uh, so good afternoon vicar ah, um, good, good afternoon you're not supposed to be in here um the, the police have closed this this off. Yes, yes, I, I appreciate that. Uh, I had a speak. I had a conversation with the constable outside. I'm assisting in his investigations. Uh, the name is Bonard Hardcastle. Ah, well, we appreciate any help you can give uh, the church, Mister Hardcastle. Um, yes, I was just curious uh, as to well, what you might know about what what's happened to your your associate there. Were, were you present when when the whatever event occurred? Did you hear or see anything? No, I can assure you I had nothing to do with this. I uh, I woke as, as I usually do and uh, made my way uh, around town to, to purchase my breakfast. Uh, when I came into the, the church, the, the verger, he normally opens up, and upon entering our rectory I found him in his current state. Um, uh, quite the sight, I'm sure you, sure you will agree with me. Absolutely. Uh, so you, you heard or saw nothing of the actual event itself? No, I, I found... Um, I, uh, I do not live in the church, I live in the vicarage, and uh, as, I, as I said, when I, when I came in I found it um, much as it is now. Did it appear as though the, uh, the event had taken place just before you arrived, or was, uh, was this something that occurred in the night? No, I, I'm not well versed in such matters. Uh, my, my thoughts lie in a in a higher plane. Oh, I can appreciate such things. I too I try to strive to look to the higher powers, much as they seem to look poorly on me. Um. Well, I will thank you for your time and assistance, and uh, I will leave you to your work. Very well. Uh, thank you, Mister Hardcastle. He tips his hat. And uh, heads back out of the door again, hmm. and uh, I'm going to make my way down to the uh, the cafe that was alluded to earlier to rejoin right. the rest of the gang. Okay, um, so yeah, you uh, you pass the policeman on the way out, and 
rejoin the other two uh, who have found their way back to the theatre. Was it the um, yes. yeah? So yeah, there yeah. is a, a small sort of um, cafe area in inside the theatre, a little bit past the uh, uh, the box office. Um, not particularly busy, but there is there's a one there's a pair of old ladies in the corner drinking drinking tea and sort of talking um, talking quietly to each other. And uh, yes, so you two find yourselves a table. Indeed. Uh, let's uh, sit here, shall we? Yes, yes. Rest our legs. Indeed. Uh, I'm, uh, I must admit, I'm uh, a little bit taken back by what I saw in that office. Oh, I'm just glad that I didn't see it. Indeed. You wouldn't Ma- have... Uh, you wouldn't have liked it one bit. No. Thought of when he told me that it was cleaved in two. I had images of two halves. Then when you said his abdomen was like exploded or something. Oh, the thought of what that thing going through the last moment like off. It uh, doesn't bear thinking about. I dare say that uh, Bernard probably seen just as worse in the war. Yes. I hope he's given that young man a bit of strength rather than grief. Cut to Bernard threatening the police officer. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, dear. Um... I'll be honest, I'm a little bit stumped for, for what to say at this okay. point. Okay, so, okay, well, we'll just say then that you two sort of make awkward small talk <laughs> for <laughs> a couple of minutes um, before uh, you, you spy uh, Barnard uh, rejoining you. Mm. Okay. Um, so Barnard enters the uh, the cafe, joins them at the table, uh, sits down and... Rather than going through the dialogue of explaining what I've just done, I'm just going to say he explains that he's not really managed to gather any more information um, and that, well, it seems that there are foreboding things happening in town and that we should keep our heads down and our eyes open. I see. It feels like we're at a bit of a... a little bit of a picture movie. Not like some... (coughs) Sorry. (coughs) Whiskey going down a gas Whiskey in the cafe? Are you sure? <laughs> I know it's Parisian. She's going to Irish up this coffee a little yeah. bit. I think she's probably switched to tea. Oh, she's on the absinthe. Probably. She's on the absinthe. <laughs> that drink that makes you want to kill yourself just, instantly. Just, just steady my yeah. nerves for several days. Yeah. Yeah, by four o'clock, she's dead of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Proper wormwood stuff, not the fake shit. Exactly. Oh, the laudamen and everything. Yeah, we played Call of Cthulhu and uh, and all the characters died. Oh, what killed them? Absinthe. <laughs> in a, inner demons. Inner, inner demons. <laughs> demons in a bottle. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, uh, so keeping our heads down is uh, the best thing we can do. Hmm? Well, I've no better suggestion. I'm not here truly to find trouble. I'd rather be visiting my friend Jenkins and uh, enjoying the time if I'm completely honest with you. Indeed, Yes, I remember you mentioning him. Have you seen him yet? Yes, yes, we spent the morning together. We enjoyed a cigar and 
spends a little time reminiscing about the past. Mm. What were the two of you in town for exactly? I mean, uh, are you, do you not both have business? Should we not be attending to our own affairs rather than in sticking our noses perhaps where they're not welcome? Well, I, intend- I came here to relax, find work. But I don't know, I don't think, I think I'm going to maybe rethink that idea. Well, I'm here to see a play, but it doesn't uh, begin until tomorrow, see an old friend. Oh, are you also going? Well, yes, at The Tempest, it uh, begins tomorrow night. Oh, yes, my friend is uh, playing Prospero. Oh, fantastic. Indeed. I, I, myself, I'm an actress, that's partly why I... You don't say? Oh, yes. Well, that's marvellous. You're here looking for uh, potentially working for the theatre, then? I don't know. Especially with what's happened recently, I, I don't know if this may be safe. No, it does seem like a, a poor time to come to this town, but we're here now, so we might as well uh, enjoy it while we can. Would you uh, like to accompany me to the performance tomorrow night? Yeah. Yes, that would be lovely. Splendid. Uh, Bernard, uh, are you one for the arts? I'm sure there are still tickets available. Yes, we could have a threesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you said it and started laughing before everybody else. Dun, dun, dun. Because literally, as it came out of my mouth, I went, no! <laughs> yeah, that took a turn. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, but it's the like... 70s music? What the hell? <laughs> Do you want to have had porn jazz music in the 1930s? Yeah, the, the birth of jazz. It was, yeah, the birth of jazz. Yeah. Do you want to, some funky jazz clarinet? Yeah, do, do you want to? Uh, do you want to rephrase that, Amy? Or do, no, no, no. It's not just cut out. Okay. Just cut out. Maybe, maybe say like, oh yes, we could go together or something. Like that. Yes, we could, we could make it, we could make it. We could all come together. That's what I was meaning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, yes. We can make an evening of it. Yes. What do you um, say, Bernard? It's not normally my kind of thing, but I, uh, I was planning on visiting Jenkins tomorrow morning, and I could ask him if he see perhaps uh, getting out of the uh, the sanitarium would do him some good before he meets his end. I should expect that seeing it at one more great piece, one more great work of art, would buoy his spirits some. That sounds like a splendid idea. And it's settled then. She'll uh, see about getting two tickets for you and your friend. I, I would appreciate that greatly. As I say, I will speak to him tomorrow and uh, yes, we'll make arrangements for his... Uh, his transport. I should expect that we'll need to do some uh, some work. The man's wheelchair bound and struggles to get about. But if we speak to the theatre owner. Make him know. Let, it, let him know that he'll need the disabled access. <laughs> <laughs> I have worked in service too long. These things stick in my mind. I'm like, what's the logistical problems that come with bringing, having a wheelchair? Mm. It's the 1930s thing as well. Um, mm. Is there a disabled access? Is that the... It would probably be the kind of thing where we'd just get three big body guys and pick him up and put him in a seat somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Or they they let him in through the loading ramp at the back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure we can can get him into the theatre without too much trouble. Wonderful, wonderful. Wonderful. Yes. Quite. Okay, so we're saying for now then that the three of you are kind of putting thoughts of the the grisly incident, putting them aside... 
Is that is that? Yeah. Would you say that's accurate? Sort of. I'd say so. Yeah. Try, trying to ignore it for now. Taking a step back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't mean that in terms of plot. I just mean in terms of you know, <laughs> what we're doing not now. stepping away. No, you know what I mean. You're you're sort of assessing where your position is in the. Uh, yeah. Looking yeah. Looking, yeah. F- looking toward the, mm. uh, the the following day's events. Hmm. Okay. Let's, okay, so fairly easy to procure another pair of tickets for the theatre. Not a problem at all. Indeed. Um, is there anything else you would like to do in this day? Um, Any of you, really? I I don't... It's not such something that I think would further the plot as such, but something... No, that doesn't necessarily have to be. Something, I was thinking something character-based for... That's Alistair. fine, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so... If we've left the cafe and headed off to do whatever, mm-hmm. um, I know there's a is, there's like a, a waterfront in the village. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of a little bit further round. You you remember this from your your previous visit? Yes. Um, well, I walked is, along one side of the of the river. Yeah. yeah so the other a side. A little further down the river, there is a sort of a little bit more of a kind of uh, curated sort of quayside sort of thing. Right. Um, it's a bit more kind of it's it's not so much fields by the river so much as it's a, a little bit more pedestrianised let's say right. there's paths and things okay yeah um, I think Alistair would, uh, is taking a walk mm-hmm. after leaving the other two by the cafe right um, so Alistair walking along the riverfront um, thinking back to the last time he saw uh a anybody um, brutalized in such a way, mm-hmm. not quite as bad as that. But the last time he saw somebody, the last time he saw a dead body, recently dead, not a skeleton at an archaeological dig site. Yeah. Um, and he's he's trying not to think about it. Unfortunately, it's sort of come into his mind. Mm-hmm. Is uh, his uh, uh, former girlfriend that I think I, I believe you mentioned that before. Yes. She yeah. Been, um... When talking to Bernard. Yes, she had yeah. been murdered during the war in... 1917, yes. Because, um, uh, well, Alistair did kind of embellish the facts a bit with okay. Bernard. Okay, cool, all right. That's, this is a... Out of, out of um, well, out of embarrassments, um, Alistair never actually served in <gasps> the war. He... <laughs> it's a dramatic gasp. From the <laughs> he wasn't allowed to serve due to flat feet. They wouldn't green light him to go in. And um, so he basically had a get out of uh, get out of jail free card in that regard, and he met Doris at quite a young age, just before the outbreak of the war, um, and he, he met her outside the Royal Albert Hall one evening. Um, both of them not able really to afford to um, go in and listen to concerts and things like that but they they met by sitting on the steps right listening into whatever was playing at the time yeah and they got on along really well come 1917 um things got worse and uh, because Alistair spoke German he learned the language when the London riots were going on a mob um basically uh, overheard him talking to a German refugee and Doris was there with him at the time. The mob assumed that they were all German, and they launched quite a vicious attack 
where Alistair was uh, cut up with um, basically trying to defend Doris. For some reason, they went straight for her, and he was kind of an afterthought target. Right. Which seems a bit odd to him, but he, Alistair has a few scars from broken glass bottles and knives where he was trying to defend Doris, but she was essentially stabbed over and over and over again uh, in front of him. And it seeing the body in the office of the church just kind of can't help but bring back thoughts bring back thoughts of what happened to her so there's there's thoughts of their time outside the hall listening to concert music mixed in with the terror of that evening which is why he's been not quite recluse since then but he doesn't like to try and get attached to people because right. he's worried this kind of stuff happens again so all of this is on his mind as he's walking is what you're saying yeah it's kind of flashing back to the uh, the last time he saw a body in that kind of state and it was actually Doris yeah everything else he's seen has been skeletons at a dig that have been long dead hmm. and um, yeah he's not he's trying to he's trying to get it off his mind by going for this walk but it still creeps in yeah as he, as he travels yeah. okay so, it's just kind of a look into Alistair's thought process then, really. Yeah, kind yeah. of. So, so, yeah, that's his mindscape after seeing the verger in such a state. Okay, all right. So, yeah, you, you have a sort of peaceful, well, relatively peaceful walk, thoughts aside. Mm. Um, again, a couple of people around. It's not particularly busy and that, but it's actually, I say, like I said earlier with Barnard, weather-wise, it's actually quite a nice day, really, mm. um, which is a sort of bit of a stark contrast to the... What's, what's yes, been going what's on? what's happened. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, the, the either of you two, is there anything you would like to be doing with the rest of this day? Anything specific? Or it could um, even be, you know, as with uh, Alistair, just sort of what is um, what's going through your mind. If you if you want to share, you don't have to share. Yeah, I think Barnard for the rest of the day is just going to relax and uh, probably contemplate similar things. Um, he's going to go and get something to eat and then go and spend the evening in the pub having another gin or two. Silently stood there listening in on other people's conversations and trying to ignore thoughts of uh, the war and, yeah, gore and what have you. Okay. So listening in on conversations then, that, that's that's an interesting detail there. Um, there's definitely you, you pick up an undercurrent of sort of murmurs about something of ha- something happened at the church. Obviously, you're better informed than most. Um, you recognise a couple of the people in the pub from the the, the previous night. Uh, I don't know if you remember, but when you were there previously, I said about there's a group of fishermen who were sort of seem to be mm-hmm. talking to each other. They're back in there again. Their, their conversation seems a little bit more animated, but again, they're they're very much sort of leaning in, keeping themselves to themselves, really. Okay. Um, wanting to get more of a gauge on what's happening in the town and catching those murmurs. Um, whoever it was that was talking about the events in the town, Barnard is going to walk over to them and uh, try and interject and asks, hmm. um, I'm sorry to... Uh, interrupt your conversation there but I I, I couldn't well, help no, but not all, no. I, I couldn't help but overhear talk of the uh, the events in the village today um, I, I caught wind of something myself what, what, what do you know of what's happened I, I hear that there was quite the uh, the gruesome event at the church well my, my wife was down there doing morning prayers and um, I uh, well I was out of work obviously 
Um, and uh, she was uh, they were there as far as as far as I could make out from what she told me. They were they were turned out, and uh, something something must have happened to the verger, as far as I could tell. But a uh, bit tight-lipped, it seemed. Uh, they want to uh, they want they want us common folk to know about that. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's probably for the best that uh, the hoi polloi don't get to know the uh, exact details of what's gone on. Such violent acts aren't for the common man. Attacks? Oh, that's a, that's a word I haven't heard yet. <laughs> uh, well, I, I may speak too much, but I know a little more going on than it seems you do. Well, um, do, 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 <laughs> do tell. No, no. As I say, I may have spoken too much. Oh, and well, he gives uh, he gives a baleful look to this guy as if to say like you're you're treading on dangerous ground by pressing me. Well, I won't push the matter, but uh, yeah, what you want to share is up to you. Yes. Well, I, I appreciate your uh, your input on this. I was simply hoping that you might have a little more information than even I. But uh, I will leave you to your drinks and to your your revelry. Well, change your mind about sharing the gossip. You. Know where to find us? He's a, he's a he's a slightly older gentleman. It, it, he's not in. You wouldn't call them sort of working man's clothes. He's sort of he's wearing a suit and such, mm-hmm. but not like not like he's not wearing a tuxedo or anything like that. But it's sort of you put him as more of a sort of um, no, what's the word? He's, he's a sort a, of administrative. Yeah, type he's, a, guy? he's a he's a professional. Let's put it that way, rather than okay. a worker. He's not a labourer. No, no. He's not. He's, right. he's not a fisherman. He's not an obvious sort of like. Yeah. He looks like. Yeah. He's just. Yeah. He's 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 a bit more well to do than than most of the customers in here, but obviously prefers the ambience in here than the slightly more posh hotel bar that uh, you. I think you you heard that on your previous visit that some of the more um, the more wealthy members of the the town might uh, frequent. <laughs> Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of what's the layout of the bar in terms of like. So the fishermen are having their kind of like conversation or whatever. Yeah, they're, they're kind of around a, a small table in the corner. Um, if you, okay, well, think of a square. the The door, the front door, is on the uh, on like the middle of the bottom bottom face of it. Mm-hmm. The bar is kind of along the left-hand face of it, mm-hmm. um, fair, yeah, fairly long and that, but there is room for a couple of tables along the sort of bottom left-hand corner. Uh, the fishermen are kind of in the, their table sort of in the top right-hand corner, and there's a sort of smattering of tables in the middle, really. Okay. So there's not really a convenient place. Is there any con- anywhere convenient that, like, Barnard could take a seat or hover where he's not going to be too conspicuous or is that a little yeah, too yeah, much no, there, in, this, a, in this small it's not like it's not packed in here there's you know tables I mean, if, if we're considering that this is over the course of an evening sort of thing that you're you're having a couple of drinks here and you're sort of you know this isn't like you walk in you grab a drink you talk to these people and then do this and then, you know but there, yeah. there, there's a table you can you can sit yourself at that is not going to you know you're not going to be like obviously eavesdropping or anything Okay then. Well, I'm gonna sit down at that table then. Yeah. And it's, it's not the biggest. It's not the drop. biggest of pubs. Let, let's say that it's not the biggest of pubs. So you know, you could you could situate yourself in a way to sort of be observing and not look like you're, you know, 
spying on people. <laughs> cool. If right. That, if well, that makes I'm sense. I'm going to sit and spy on people then, <laughs> if I can get away with it. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to sit near the fishermen and try and glean exactly what it is that they're talking about. Okay. Um, so, okay. If, you, if you're trying to listen in, um, there's no real listening check. This would just, I guess, be a sort of. Again, it would be kind of. You know what? No perception is there. I've been kind of yeah. We've been. I'm, I'm still not 100% happy with intelligence. Really, um, I, I think probably, but intelligence is probably going to be the closest. Really, yeah. I'm looking at the book now. Intelligence represents how well investigators learn, remember, analyze information, and solve complex puzzles. So, we could we could sort of put that under. You know, you're trying to learn from listening. Yeah, I'm going maybe sense. getting fragments of the conversation, words here and there, looking for yeah. context clues, that kind of thing. Yeah, okay, so let, let's go with intelligence then. So if, if you're 50-50 chance of doing this. Okay, well, yeah. okay. 37. That is... It's 50, so I'm fine. You're fine, yeah. So that is, let's say over the course of... You're not hearing word for word the whole conversation, but you, you get up... You manage to sort of pick up scraps here and there, and they sort of... They seem to be talking about uh, they're, they're talking in reference to the thing at the church but you hear sort of snatches of phrases like uh got another one and stay at that boy and don't know if I'm gonna stay much longer if it's like this sort of thing you get the feeling that they're a little suspicious and they think that this might be sort of connected to something else is the vibe that you're getting Okay. Um, having absorbed all of that, then um, I'm going to return over to the bar itself mm -hmm. um, and order a drink, and then stay at the bar. Right. And wait for one of the fishermen to come over and order themselves another drink and try and grab his attention when he comes over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're not waiting too long. Um, they seem to. <laughs> the part of the phrase they're drinking like a fish. Um, but yeah, one one of them comes up, bearded gentleman with a sort of woolen jumper on, uh, orders a uh, orders a pint of beer next to you. Um, as he stood at the bar, uh, Bonan tries to catch eyes with him and uh, give him a little nod, just to gauge reaction and see uh, how friendly this guy is. Okay, he um, he does meet your eyes. And he's sort of he's a bit hesitant. But he sort of nods back. Him, sir. Good evening. You, you gentlemen seem to be having quite the uh, the time over there in the corner. I, I'm, uh, has it been a profitable day on the ships? Uh, it's uh, not so bad here. Fish are biting. That's all we can ask. Yeah, indeed. Uh, are you aware of what's happened in the town today while you were at, uh, at sea? He kind of looks around a little bit. Yeah, something happened up at the church. Bird been killed or something? Hmm. Is this, is this a, uh, a regular thing around these parts? Do you know? Uh, you, you witness much of these things? Again, he sort of looks around the bar, not conspiratorially, but almost to sort of check that nobody's really kind of listening in too much. I uh, said, so, "Well, we uh, used to be used to be uh, nothing like that around here, but." Uh, Couple of people, a uh, couple of people seem to be going missing recently. We pulled uh, 
pulled a boy out of the harbour three days ago. Bitten in the uh, northern the state of him. State of him, you say? Nord? Like an animal that had taken him in? What do you mean? Well, I don't don't know much about that myself, but uh, he wasn't whole, let's put it that way. Hmm. Well, it's, it's odd that you say that. The verger at the, the, uh, the church today, I, I understand that he wasn't whole That's after so. whatever he encountered. Hmm. That's so, is it? Yes, yes. Well. Oh, so, do these other missing people, like, it, it seems strange that a town, uh, a village or a town so small would have people going missing on it, anything re resembling a regular basis. How many people exactly have gone missing? Uh, three or four. Five, you count the verger. That's quite a lot in a town for this size. Is this, I'm surprised there's not more reaction to everything. Is, is there not some kind of investigation going on? The local constable seemed like he was, I don't know, perhaps a little incompetent with such things. He seemed entirely shaken by what had happened today. Uh, he's not he's not the only constable around here. They, they, they keep saying they're looking into stuff, but won't tell us no. They're, uh, I don't know, some folks talking about moving away. This carries on much longer. Well, I wouldn't blame them for trying to leave the area, especially if they feel themselves at risk. Uh, I myself wonder quite what might be going on. And, uh, I, I can defend myself, and he taps his cane on the floor and kind of looks at him with it. He kind of looks down at the cane and sort of looks at it a little bit, but he's not like... He's, yeah, sort of sizing it up as like, oh, yeah. <laughs> You know, and uh, not in a worried kind of way, but in a sort of yeah, just yeah. an acknowledgement. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll, I'll thank you for your, for your time and the talk. Aye. But, uh, I, I fear that the night draws in, and I must uh, myself make way for my lodgings. Well, uh, good, good talking to you. Have a have a good one. Yes, likewise. Have a good evening and uh, a hearty catch. See you tomorrow. Thank you kindly. He takes his beer and rejoins the others. So, no. are you you're making your way back to the lodging? Yeah, yeah, I'm going back to the lodging. Yeah. Yeah. If right. anybody's still up in the lobby, then I'll say hello. But otherwise, off to bed. Okay. Um, so finally, then, um, anything for Madam Sway to do for the rest of the day after the cafe trip? I am probably just head back to the lodgings and listen. In, listen around in the lobby while she's reading a book. Do her own surveillance. Okay. Yeah. The um the the lobby's kind of the the lodgings themselves are kind of quiet. Um, Mrs. Kendall is sort of bustling around, sort of cleaning. Um, you get the feeling, I mean, as you had previously, that she's quite sort of prim and proper and is sort of likes things just so. Um, mm -hmm. even though the place seems sort of very um very clean anyway she still does the daily daily cleaning and that a couple of people come and go you remember from the um from breakfast time there were uh one or two other residents at the moment um so you said you're reading your book are you in the in mm -hmm. the lobby yeah yeah there's a sort of there's a couple of armchairs sort of in the <clears throat> lobby area so you it's, it doesn't look too out of place if you just sort of if, you, if you're taking one of those and reading a book 
Um, there's, but yeah, there's not a whole lot of foot traffic. Uh, after a little while, um, Alistair comes back. Later on in the evening, um, Barnard returns as well. Yeah, she'd probably just retire for the day after uh, her okay. ordeal. <laughs> yeah, a little bit shaken, a um, little bit... Uh, <laughs> more yeah. so because of the police officers, because she's not mm. too happy with police. She doesn't okay. like the police that much. Especially vomiting. Um, <laughs> especially vomiting, but she doesn't like yeah. vomit, to be fair. It's like, ugh. A- any thoughts <laughs> you ugh. want to share on the police front then? Or just a is that just a general illusion we're going for? She's, she's more... She's pleased that it's nothing to do with her. Hmm. Um, She's got an excuse not to get involved. Yes, that it's nothing to, that could, has to concern her, but because she's there, she's she's debating whether to be more willing to work alongside the police as um, Bernard and um, Alistair seem to be. So she's like just going with the flow, but yeah, she's not wanting to be pressed. Right. Into, yeah. <laughs> into being like, yes, yes, officer, yes, officer. <laughs> oh, officer. Yeah. All right, then. So, if, if there's nothing specific, then that Madame Sway wants to do, we can just say that the three of you, each as the as you sort of complete your your day's activities, you, you retire back to your lodgings and complete. Our threesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I've got to keep that other bit in. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist the yeah, no, no. temptation. Yes, good, <laughs> good comedy well, instincts there. I nearly fell over because I freaking laughed so much. I nearly fell over. Yeah. I, I was going to say something, but I don't think I should. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, yeah, the three of you return to your um, return to your rooms, and we will call the second day to a close. Okay, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we'll be back next week with our interview bonus episode with uh, Nikolai of the Penance RPG podcast, so make sure you tune back in for that. Our next story episode, episode 46, continuing where we left off today, uh, will be available as usual in two weeks' time on Thursday the 14th of March. In the meantime, you can get in contact with us on Twitter and Facebook, both of which we are at Pretend with Dice. You can also email us at pretendingwithdice at outlook.com. Uh, if you're an iTunes user, it'd be really great if you could leave us a rating and review. Uh, it all helps us to find new listeners and really just love to hear what you think of the podcast Uh, so for now that's our show i hope you all enjoyed it we'll see you next time